Hello and welcome to episode three of the Kilobyte Podcast. I think now that I've done three episodes, it's starting to gel. I think it means this is a real thing. Okay, maybe it's not a real thing, but I guess we're going to see if it's a real thing. This week, we don't have any follow-up. I had some comments about my post last week, but mostly it was people agreeing with me, which totally makes sense. Of course they agreed with me. I'm always right. Just ask my wife. Today, it was a beautiful day in New England, and of course, because it's spring in New England, you have to do one thing and one thing only. You have to go to ice cream places. That's kind of the deal, because we wait all winter for ice cream places to open. When they finally do open in the spring, when it's 45 degrees out, people line up for ice cream. My problem here isn't with New England ice cream in particular, but it's with ice cream in general. I hate when you go to an ice cream stand, and you order your ice cream, and they go make it for you, and you have that weird, awkward exchange of like, should I tell you all? all the ice creams I'm getting? Should I just tell you one of the ice creams I'm getting? And the person then goes off and starts building all these ice creams. And one at a time, they bring back the cone and you pass it off to whoever's ice cream it is. Eventually, you get your ice cream and you have it in your hand and it may be a cone. I sometimes like to eat my ice cream on a cone. Now you have that really tricky situation of I have an ice cream cone in one hand and I need to get the money out of my pocket with my other hand, but I need to get the money out of there and count it up and hand it over that we need a better system for this i can't i can't do this it stresses me out they need holders i've been to some ice cream places where there's a holder and you can place the ice cream into the holder and then get your money these places either need that or they need to let you pay up front i don't know if they expect like you bring back one with chocolate sprinkles and you're like oh i want chocolate sprinkles on that last one i changed my mind I've never done that. I order, I know what I want, and I never change my order halfway. So that is on my list of things that make me crazy lately. I'm trying to make the podcast a little bit shorter for two reasons. One, I want to make it shorter because it's taking me too long to edit as when I record too much. So I've been take recording about 15 minutes and cutting it down so i'm going to try to keep it down to two stories so my second story of the week i figured i have a whole history well it's not very long it's not i don't want to be dramatic i have history of online dating back in the early 2000s when online dating first became a thing i gave it a shot but when i first started it you could do online dating as part of boston.com so i signed up for boston.com online dating and gave it a try and it was weird at first and it was okay i i figured it out and I wrote to a lot of people who never wrote me back, but that was okay. I was I was cool with that. But one really interesting thing about that time was that people didn't have digital photographs like they do today. So right now we all have digital photographs on our phones, but in 2000 and 2001, it wasn't really a thing because some people had digital cameras, but a lot of people didn't. It was hard to get pictures into a computer and then upload them onto the internet. And it seems like that was 50 years ago based on how it sounds, but really that was 15 years ago. So I started chatting with this girl and her profile looked okay. And we went back and forth a few times chatting and eventually we planned to meet up. She lived near where I did. So we met at a beach. Immediately I saw her and knew that this was not going to work. She just wasn't my type. She was kind of, I saw her, her car was kind of messy and it's okay that you have a little bit of a mess. This was a total mess. She was a smoker, which really was not a thing for me. But I said, okay. And I will tell you, I have never been so nervous in my whole life as I was doing that the first time. My first online date, it was stressful and crazy. And I was even more stressed out because I was like, oh no, what do I do now? 
So we went for a walk down the beach and we walked along the sidewalk and just talked and talked about things. So that was really nice. And we started to turn back to head back towards the cars and she turned to me while we're walking. She's like, so uh, if you're not into me, you can just tell me. That's cool. I'm not stupid. So I said, oh yeah, uh, yeah. And we moved on to another part of the conversation. So we kept walking and kept walking. And so we got back to the car and we were just kind of wrapping up the conversation. And I have my back to the ocean. I kind of see her face and she's kind of reacting and she appears nervous and she's she's acting strangely like something's wrong. And at some point I go, uh, is there everything okay? And she said, well, uh, I'm scared of birds. And I immediately look behind me and there's all these seagulls. So basically what had happened was she's looking at me and there's all these birds behind her and she's terrified of birds and she's getting all uncomfortable and, and freaked out by these birds. And I have no idea what's going on. And, and that's what it was. She was afraid of seagulls. Needless to say, she asked if I wanted to go hang out again. I said I would pass. I never heard from her again. So that is my first online dating story. I have more to share. I'm going to sprinkle them out over time so that a, you don't think this is just a podcast about my history of online dating and two because it'll be fun for you to wait and hear these stories slowly come out over time and with different levels of weirdness and strangeness and of course they will culminate with me meeting my wife isn't that exciting I'm going to wrap it up here for episode three. You can check me out on Twitter at Sands. You can also go to my website, keegsands.org. There's a blog there and some pointers to this podcast and my original podcast that I did 10 years ago. Thanks for listening and have a great day.